All right, so welcome back everybody. Rich Baker, Shanghai-based social entrepreneur this week in Manila. Just met with Harris from Drinks PH, a sustainability consulting agency focused on communications, marketing, helping big companies fulfill ESG reporting requirements, but also helping small entrepreneurs and innovators for good to tell their story, to build their community. Um, just had a great conversation about his 10 years of building his agency, some tips and tricks on how to build a community, how to engage them. And I think just in general, had, had a lot of fun about learning how to tell a good story. Uh, it's you. very challenging in sustainability, yeah. but he's got some great tips. So thank you very much for your time. Thank really you. appreciate thank it. You. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure. Um, by the way, it's hot. It's really hot in Manila today. Yeah. Climate change is it's just important. going right past yeah. us. I'm Harris Guevara and I'm based in Manila. Um, uh, I'm the president and CEO of Drink PH. It's a sustainability communications agency. Uh, what we do is we help corporations and businesses, big and small, uh, become sustainable and tell their sustainability stories to their internal and external stakeholders mm. and use their data and their stories to amplify the message of sustainability to the general public. Great. So basically that's what we do, uh, but my course like, like what I mentioned earlier, my course in college was literature, so I was not right, really right. into sustainability before. But it, the, 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 the companies I've worked for after graduating from college um, somewhat defined my idea of what sustainability is and, yeah. and that helped me, oh, I'll try this okay. and I'll put up a business like Drink PH. Great. And I did 10 years ago. What was the starting point for the agency? How did you like? How did you get? How did you even get into the idea of like being a media consultant or a sustainability kind of communications group? I work in an advertising company, small advertising company. Before I put up Drink, okay. So I figured out that okay, now that the companies are starting to adapt the sustainability mindset, why not adapt it also for marketing and advertising? Mm. So now that we, I mean, there are a lot of materials that we can do for to, to communicate. Uh, your your your, I mean your your your, your products right. to your customers. So might as well inject sustainability there. So my background in advertising actually I just copied it. Okay. So um, uh, so everything that that a company produce for for to, to 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 market their products, I use it also to market their their sustainability stories sure. and data. How do you approach this yourself or as an agency to to really tell the the story of sustainability? Well, the so we have to understand how the stakeholders or how the particular audience gather data. I mean, gather gather information. So we have to understand who we we talking to. So uh, it's really about planning. Yeah. Uh, planning your communication tool and. Uh, communicating it effectively not really creatively but mm. effectively to your stakeholders okay so we we run workshops okay. we run creative workshops on how they on what sustainability is what a sustainability report is why you should produce one mm. um, and then why is it important to embed sustainability into your operations and then after that how will you help your suppliers and those people under you under your value chain in your value chain aligned with your vision so it's really planning with them yep. the right tool to use to so communicate really sustainability a strategy as well I, yeah it, it, okay. a business communication strategy okay. is. the West will tell you that in Asia 
the countries of China, Thailand, Philippines, like you don't care about sustainability. You take our trash, like you create your own trash, it's heavily polluted. Is that a fair story for these countries and for the people in these countries? Or is there a better way that you would, you'd really like, or is there an imbalance in the story itself, do you think? Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't say for other countries, but if, for the Philippines, I think it, since it's a new mindset, mm. so I can say that it's quite true before, 10 okay. years ago, but it's starting to change right now mm. because we're becoming more aware of our uh, the companies and people and organizations, even house ball, are starting to become aware of their impacts okay. to, the, to the environment. And customers also are starting to, you know, to to require companies and products they support and to become more that? sustainable. And that actually drives the corporations to change. So that's why in our business, it's really important. I mean, we work with these companies, we work with these uh, industries, but our main advocacy really is to communicate to the general public mm. what sustainability is. Because if all the customers, if all the yeah. population is uh, aware of what sustainability is and yeah. know that they also have an impact, it would be easier for me to, to, um, to convince corporations but yeah to answer your question it's starting to change right now because we're becoming more aware and what's driving that awareness is it air quality issues is it oh my a lot of natural disasters the past 10 years okay okay uh, so it's very I hope personal one yolanda one yolanda is high on high on typhoon is enough it's personal because we experience it yeah uh, there's it's it's very different because in the philip uh, in there's no doubt here that, there, yeah. that, that there's climate change. Right. I mean, people experience it and we're very vulnerable mm -hmm. because we're in the Pacific area and yeah. there's typhoon all the time. Like you see dark clouds yeah. after, uh, <laughs> after... Pass pretty quickly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really changing as you can yeah. see. Um, and we experience it all the time. So, so then the trout, because agriculture is also one of our sure, main... Sure. Um, uh, economic driver, so and it's affected widely yeah. by by. So then, does the climate change? We've seen a lot of talk about plastic straws. You have a 15-year-old named Greta Thunberg now yeah. that's really popular. Like, does do those challenges? Do those leaders of sustainability? Does that resonate well here, or is it really just it's a local thing and we're trying to solve local issues? Hmm. Uh, it resonates because there are a lot of rules right now. Like for instance, there are cities who are banning use of straws mm, already. Okay. So it's starting. But it's in Metro Manila. Mm. In Metro Manila. I don't know with the other cities. Okay. Because the concern of the other provinces really is just survival. Right. So, right. Uh, so, but so a little bit more money here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's starting. Okay. As I, uh, as I said. So it's resonating i mean the 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 call for for uh for a more sustainable lifestyle yeah and more sustainable business uh actions are starting okay that's great um you work with big companies and you also work with the good entrepreneurs the people that i've been interviewing like yourself um tell me a little bit how they're different in terms of clients like what are their needs how are they different um, okay. Most of the bigger companies are doing sustainability reports. Right now, they're very mature. They've been producing like five, six reports already since since the the the, the movement started. Yeah. Uh, 
But the main driver for them at first is really compliance. And right now, the Securities and Exchange Commission of the Philippines uh, um, released a state, uh, I mean, requiring, requiring all publicly listed corporations to produce their sustainability yeah. reports next okay. year. Okay. So it's really compliant. So yeah, now yeah. The, the 200 plus companies are, are struggling to understand what sustainability <laughs> report is, okay. what the sustainability report is. So they're calling us to, yeah. you know, to help them with that. So it's good for your so business. It's good for our business also. Yeah. But uh, the smaller ones, the smaller entrepreneurs, the, the social entrepreneurs, they understand it in the first place. Okay. So there's no need really to preach to the choir. Yeah. So uh, they understand it, and that's where I get in the con in my conversation with them. That's where I get my you know, yeah, my motivation. To so on the one hand, you have a you have a big company that's like, we care, believe me, mm -hmm. trust me, and the other one's like. We started with caring, please buy my stuff, yeah. right? Like, please support me. Yeah. How do you look at strategy differently for those two? Actually, I share the best practices of both. Okay. To, to, because big companies can also learn from small yeah, companies sure. because they're very entrepreneurial. It's easy for entrepreneurs to be passionate because the companies are really small. Right, right. The, econo the, the financial performance of a bigger company, their strategy, strategy can also help smaller entrepreneurs. Mm. So uh, actually, it really helped me a lot because I work with both. Yeah. So I can see the best practices and adapt the, the best ones to our business. And then when it comes to social entrepreneurs, like what are some of the stumbling blocks for them? Like where do they struggle? Money. Money. <laughs> That's clear. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then how do you help them? Help them with strategy and yeah. communicating their, their uh, to, to earn more money and communicating right. their goals and advocacy. Okay. So sometimes because they're very... Uh, focus on highlighting their causes when in fact they should be highlighting the way they work. So how do you balance the business then? Because you have to pay bills, but you have, you also, I can see like you really like to help the entrepreneurs who may not be able to pay, or if they do, the fees probably nowhere near what your big companies are. So do you find yourself really pulled towards the entrepreneurs, but also like just grounded in the money? You know, like how do you balance that? As an entrepreneur, that? you need to survive. So you yeah. really have to go back to your Excel sheet. Okay. <laughs> and decide on that after everything. Yeah, yeah. So if okay. what's, what's important for me is for my company to survive. Yeah. So if I have the opportunity to help uh, yeah. smaller agencies for a limited fee or for, for fee, I yeah. would do that. Okay. But I have to be aware of how my finances are moving. Okay. So if sometimes I get like two big clients and then one smaller one. Okay. So right now we have 30 plus clients. Five, I have five advocacy accounts. Okay. Okay. So meaning I, I don't uh, ask them to pay us. Okay. And you'll do, a, do you do the same level of service? For the big clients, as you get to the small, like how does how does that? It's work? actually easier for the for the social enterprises okay. because they're small. Okay. Unlike multinationals, where you know okay. have big uh, operations, so the level of work that well, it's harder. Yeah. On this part, on the left side, so. Okay. Now, do you take clients that you normally wouldn't? So that you can then help the ones that you really want to. <laughs> That's a difficult question. Okay. <laughs> uh, but in drink. Uh, uh, we have this policy where in you have the option to uh, not work with a particular client. If, for okay. instance, I have this new account, like I tell them, oh, we have this new client, and then if they yeah. feel that the the, goal, the 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 values of that company is not aligned with are not aligned with them, right. so we can opt to okay. to not work Get with out. that client. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. That's interesting. But, um, 
and it's worked for us. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the question again, sorry? Well, I, I, that actually answers it. I guess the, the other question is like, so now that you've achieved some success, you have 25 This climate staff, change. Yeah. Climate change, here we go again with this weather. Um, you've got 30 clients, like you've, you've reached a level of success. Does that mean now that you can be more selective about your clients as well? Like, can you proactively go after, say, the Patagonias, the interfaces who do real good and can pay you, and get away from the companies that could pay you but didn't naturally align to your own mission? I don't actually look at it that way. Okay. Um, I work with clients who approach us. Okay. I mean, I I see. I, I mean, I know that they have a purpose, mm -hmm. that they know what they're doing and that they really want to be sustainable. I mean, companies, I don't treat them like as one entity because right. they're, 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 um, they're people right. also who want to change their yeah, organization. Yeah, sure, sure. So I look at it that way. So if they approach us and uh, they, really want to be, they really want to know more about sustainability, I yeah. don't judge the product they produce okay. because I don't really want to preach to the choir. If you understand it, right, yes, right, good, right, that's right. good for you. I'll work with you, of course, but if you don't understand it, that's I, I want to, to to I want to work, work with you more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So. All right. Um, I work with a lot of social entrepreneurs as well. I do some videos just like this for them, like on a professional basis. Um, what are the What's the opportunity that you see for social entrepreneurs to tell their story? Like, why should more entrepreneurs invest the time into learning the basics of communication? And what's the opportunity that you see for them? Well, you have to communicate your your yourself in order for others to buy what you're what what you're selling. So it's very basic. And right now, there are a lot of cheaper cheaper uh, tools that you okay. can use, like social media. Right. It's almost free, and you can access you can have access <laughs> to a wider audience. Right. Uh, you just have to tell your story, right? Yeah. So when I say tell your story, right, you focus not just on your causes, but on your actions. Okay. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. You show them your actions. So, sure. um, yeah. So, so what works better, tears or smiles? Actions. Actions. <laughs> actions. The okay. way you help. Start Results, with tears, actually. show actions, yeah, show yeah, smile. Yeah. What are the tools that you think a social entrepreneur is naturally aligned best to right now? Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Is it YouTube? Is it long it form? On the audience, eh? Okay. It really depends on the audience. But right now in the Philippines, Facebook is being used yeah. by everyone. Yeah, so yeah. it's really I Facebook. Remember. Facebook and Instagram. Right now, there's a lot of things happening. Mm. It's much harder to engage people because there's so much noise. Mm. But in your experience, what are you seeing are the best ways to create and engage your yeah, community? The, the first thing that you should do is really to understand the concerns of your stakeholders. Mm. So uh, you have to understand, you have to engage them, engage with them. Uh, you have to identify the issues that they're experiencing with you and how you can help them. And then if you address those right, I mean, after after stakeholder engagement, you plan your communication. What's the me best messaging to use? What's the best tool to use? How do you talk to them? What's the right tone? Is it in English? Is it in Filipino? Then after that, you use the right tool, whether that's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, so it's really about planning. But there's, there's only planning. so much time. I have no money. I gotta survive. What should I, like if I'm gonna start tomorrow, what should I start with? Let's say I'm selling vegetables, like organic vegetables, mm -hmm. or I'm trying to elevate the, the stories of farmers in poverty. What are the tools I should start with tomorrow and 
how do I like what should I get what should I just do tomorrow you have to talk to your stakeholders yeah <laughs> it's that easy whether that's one-on-one -on -one or whether in Facebook and mm. sell Mm. So sometimes that lacks for, for social entrepreneurs. Yeah. Because they're very focused on that advocacy. They're very focused on you know, yeah, you know sure, on, sure. on the goals that they need to to achieve. But really you have to survive one day at a time and make sure you have you're all you're all you're, you're still alive by next next month yeah. and by next year. So you really have to plan. Yeah. Plan and survive. So then if you're talking about the planning of this, what are like the big pieces of the puzzle that you need to plan for when you're looking at your social media or marketing comm strategy? Your stakeholder issues. Okay. You have to identify your stakeholder issues. You have to identify how they communicate, how the best tool to use to communicate with them. Okay. And you have to take a look at your processes and your stories. Mm. What, stories what stories and what data will, uh, you know, will uh, engage them okay. to talk to you. Okay. So. And if you're looking, if I was really good at a tool, what was one tool I should use? Is it visual, audio, like long form? What's the one that you think is like the most popular, the, the easiest to engage people right now? In the Philippines, it's really video. Okay. Mm, video and Facebook. Okay. So, um, but it's not really long form articles. Yeah, but yeah, video is tough. So but you can, but everyone has cell phones. Okay. So you don't have to edit it beautifully. <laughs> you just have to tell the story. Yeah. So really, it depends on who you're talking to. Okay. So if something works for you, like for instance, if one-on-one -on -one conversation really works for you for the longest time, and then focus on that and see what work, why it works mm. and how you can improve it. If you're looking at a social entrepreneur, um, they're looking at getting started. You've been at this for 10 years, building your business. What are three things that you would ah. kind of tell an aspiring entrepreneur? The most textbook answer would be passion and yeah, yeah, um, vision, course. but really it's vision. You have to know where you're going mm -hmm. and if you can envision yourself, it's like the song, you know, so if you can do it, I mean, if you can imagine it, you can do it because that's really true. You have to know where you're going uh, and you have to go there strategically. Okay. So it's all about vision, mm -hmm. planning, and of course, passion. Okay. So you have to uh, be passionate about what you're doing uh, in order for you to be motivated every day to wake <laughs> up. And, to, and sometimes you lose momentum, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to go back to that core, to the purpose of what you're doing. And that will guide you mm. to, to move forward. Thank you very much for your time. Thank that you. That was sir. great. All right.